it's, it's that, that time, time of the month. month. Yes, you are now listening to the monthly Edward of Fred Caesar Folia. He's a kiddo. Hey, <laughs> welcome to the show. Yay, another month has passed. Yep. <laughs> another month has passed. Somehow we are four months into 2022 already. Holy crap. What the shiz. Yeah. Mm. It's going too quick, damn it. Yeah. Slow down. Slow down. Hey, Dr. Strange, can you do us a favor? Yeah. <laughs> just slow down the time, just, please. Just, 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 just back it up a bit. Yeah. Just slow it. Just, just <laughs> slow it down. Yeah. It's too fast. I don't like it. How has your April been? For oh, my goodness. <laughs> my my April's actually hasn't been too bad. Um, That's good. Finished up the season of hockey. Yep. For the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, summer also finished up and turned into winter. <laughs> yeah, super, super quick. It's already yeah. on its... It literally, autumn didn't happen. Nope. Um, <laughs> just, it's just summer and then winter. Yep. We went from shorts and t-shirts to jeans and hoodies. Yeah. In, the ma- in a matter of days. Yep. Melbourne. Mm-hmm. You've done it again. Um, yes, go We on. love it. We love it. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I finally got the opportunity to actually go to the Formula One Grand Prix Hell as yeah. a patron, not yeah. not as a staff member. That's Lots so exciting! Fun. Did you have a good time? I had a good day. It was a nice day. It was it was sunny. Good weather that weekend. Yeah, that weather was that that weekend weather was great. Very lucky. Um. Ended up having a good walk around the areas that I hadn't seen. Because mm-hmm. generally when I go to work, I'm usually always in the same area the whole time. Yeah. Not that I was complaining. It was like the best place to be. Oh, you're in the best, the prime location. I was in the paddock where all the F1 drivers and their teams were. Oh my God. <laughs> That's where I used to work. Now I didn't yep. get that access. <laughs> As a patron, because that was just general entry. Should have kept your job for that. <laughs> do you know? Do you know Jerry Halliwell is like married to a guy who works in. Yeah, Florida. I know. He he is married to the uh, what are they called? I, the I can't remember the what he's team called. director or something like that of um, the Red Bull Red Bull team. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I I watch. I, I watch Drive to Survive on Netflix. <laughs> Man. That's cool, though. Everybody has, I think, because of that show, there's a new love for Formula totally, One. Totally. Yeah. And I feel like that's why America's getting on board a bit more because now they're seeing what Formula One's all about. They're, Bloody you know, Americans. they're learning about the teams, the drivers, what goes on behind the scenes. Yeah. Now they understand what it's what what the, the Formula One is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's not another NASCAR. <laughs> it's not a NASCAR. No, <laughs> no. It's 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 way more intense. I think more than, complex. Than, more complex than NASCAR is. Yes. Yeah. Um, the amount of training that these drivers have to go through. Oh, it's holy nuts. crap! Yeah, it's insane. Um, and you'd think just for driving around in a car, you don't really need to exercise that much. But the amount of G forces that those those drivers feel, yep, they yep. lose so much weight just driving around in one Grand Prix. Yeah, literally, it's that's insane. that's how bad it is. Yeah. Like that's why they have to really train. They have to, yeah. especially their necks. They oh, really have to train sh- their necks for sure. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, but it fascinates me. That, yeah, that's why I, that's why I love watching that show. And then being able to just go into go to the Grand Prix as as a patron and just soak in that atmosphere. Yeah. And being able to see things that I hadn't been able to see, walk around different areas, and just see what was available to the patrons to keep them entertained. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was awesome. I really loved it. I didn't, I didn't see as much racing as I would have hoped, but that didn't bother me well, too much. I imagine you could hear it the whole time. Oh, yeah, you can hear it's it. It's very loud. Easily. I got there, the Porsche Carreras were on the road. Oh. They're loud. Yeah. Much louder than the Formula Ones now. Really? Yes. Wow. Oh, yes. Holy shit. Uh, <laughs> I should know. I've worked there for like 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> They've changed. The Formula One's engines have changed within right. that decade. Okay. And now the Porsche Carreras are louder than them. Wow. <laughs> it's very interesting. Very. Yeah. Um, the other thing I said, the other thing I did uh, this April is I got to go to the comedy festival. Hell yeah! And I got to see Rove McManus. Hell yeah! Rove live. You got to see Rove live. I did, and I did that. Wrote it in a tweet as well. I'm like, my first time seeing Rove live. <laughs> Good. It's exactly what I said. Yeah. And, and I enjoyed it. It was mm-hmm. so much fun. Uh huh. Uh, I was like three rows away from him. It's so cool. <laughs> and he replied to my tweet afterwards. I know. <laughs> That's so awesome. I fangirled so much. <laughs> All of the fangirling. Oh, yes. Um, the other thing I will mention uh, that I have done, um, I suppose, is, you know, Easter past. So I got that chill play some games, been streaming mm-hmm. as per usual, mm-hmm. uh, been able to go to the cinema a couple of times, uh, one of which is the, the couple of times I got to go to the cinemas were both the same film, which we're going to talk about, <laughs> so it's fine. I'm cool with it. Yes. <laughs> went to the movies a lot. That's it. I went to the movies. I've been watching uh, a lot of shows, so in a matter of a week I binged uh, Lie to Me, Yep. Which is a really good show. Don't know why they decided to cancel it. Those stupid pricks. But, <laughs> but apparently the ratings weren't doing so great in season yeah. three, so it got cancelled. Oh, uh, yeah, very much the sad face. Um, but I did start watching another show, uh, which is on stand currently. I started watching Resident Alien. Oh, cool. I haven't gotten around to watch it yet. You need to watch it. I know. It. I know. I know. I've been told. It's so freaking good. <laughs> <laughs> I love it so much. Uh, I didn't think I would. Oh, really? I didn't think I would, but oh, it okay. is It is so funny. It is so funny. <laughs> Alan Tudyk is He's the, the best. He's the man. Playing an alien in a human form yeah so good <laughs> he's so rigid and the facial expressions <laughs> he pulls because he's an alien he's trying to fit in with humanity yes. and try to you know blend in and he's learning how to be a human it's so funny it is oh my gosh you have to see it. you have to see it <laughs> I will trust me I will no I will I will I will I will I will <laughs> you'll piss yourself <laughs> it's good 
the amount of times, like, all of the things that he does is absolutely just oh. holy crap. I want to meet that man. <laughs> You've already met that I've man. Met, I've met that man. Oh, boy. <laughs> Your boy, if I met that man. Uh, Unforgettable. Uh, I need to be vicariously <laughs> free now. <laughs> yeah. He nearly kissed me on the cheek. Shut up. <laughs> I hold on to that for the rest of my life. Yes, One of my proudest moments. Oh, God, oh my I love gosh. him. Um, I love him. Anyway, that's so awesome. It's so good. I'm very glad. And the way that they bring in Nathan Fillion into this show. Oh, is he in it too? I mean, I shouldn't be surprised because when what you find one, you do necessarily find the other. Yep. I, but I didn't actually realize that was a thing. Yep. He's in it for a couple episodes. Amazing. <laughs> so good. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right. I'm going to get on it. I'm going to get on it. Yes. Please, yeah. I've already started season two, <laughs> and oh, that's the le- and that's the latest season. Oh wow, that's okay. out right now. So, and that's all on stand. Uh, season one is on stand. Okay. If you want to watch season two, um, I found it on Nine Now. Oh, okay, on Nine, nine Now. Nine Now. Yeah. Okay, great. So Good I'm to there know. on demand. On that. Yes. 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 Lovely. Yeah. Great. Ah, uh, that's been my month. How's awesome. your month been? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna compare with that. <laughs> Um, well, okay, let's start low and go high. Yeah. Um, I started my month by seeing Morbius. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we shall not talk about this. It's fine. We've already, you've already had that discussion. I've already mentioned about it on a podcast called Fred. So if you want to hear my full thoughts on Morbius, please go listen to that. Uh, but, um, but yeah, I, needless to say, I am very disappointed in the film. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm laughing about it now because it's just you know it's just oh god whatever mm-hmm. you know I, it's it's a film that exists I I enjoyed it for what it was it just has a lot of problems so mm-hmm. if you're going to go and watch it you know just set your expectations low okay it's all I'm saying cool it's all I'm saying I will wait for it to come out on streaming soon yeah yeah wait for it to be on binge or Netflix or something and then watch it yeah yep. you don't need to see it at the cinema it's it might make more sense on the TV. I don't know if that will make a difference. Probably not. But we'll see. Um, yeah. Uh, let's see. I uh, went to Bendigo. Um, nice. A couple of times, actually, this month. Yay. Um, once for Easter because, uh, as, you know, is tradition, go see mum and dad every Easter and my brother comes up as well. And mm-hmm. uh, I was in Bendigo for almost two days this, this year because I happened to get Easter Saturday off as well as Good Friday. So nice. that, was, that was very fortunate. Um, and, uh, yeah, and I got to catch up with them and have some drinks, have a lot of food. Again, mum, as always, just spoils us rotten with the food, <laughs> does such a good job. Um, and yeah, and that was, that was great. And then, you know, watched a lot of sport while we were there cause the, uh, the saints were playing and the Melbourne storm were playing and both of them won. On the wow. Weekend. So that nice was a weekend for you. It was a great weekend for, for me and my family sport wise. <laughs> Hell yes. yeah. For those of you who don't know, that's AFL and yep. rugby. Yes. AFL and NRL. Yes. 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 Um, yes. Good sports. Um, <laughs> good sports. So that was fun. Great to see them. Um, and then, yeah, and then a few days before that, I was up in Bendigo 
with Christina for our Viking day. Hi, Christina. Hi, Christina. <laughs> um, and we had a fantastic time. Uh, it was so it's so funny f- feeling like, like a tourist in my hometown because um, we were you know we were going places that you know I don't usually go when I go home and mm-hmm. um, but um. But no, I was kind of her, you know, impromptu tour guide for for a lot of it, <laughs> pointing <laughs> out landmarks and things, and uh, which was very, I, I liked that. I had fun. Um, like, and I, by the time I w- we were going home, I, w- I said to her, I, w- I think I fa- have a newfound appreciation for for, for Bendigo. Like, I, you know, that's cool. Yeah, because you know, I left in bad circumstances, so to come back and to be able to have some good experiences is always nice. Um, went and saw the Elvis Presley uh, exhibition. Nice. There. I saw the pictures. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very cool. I couldn't believe the amount of stuff that Priscilla Presley was like, here you go. You can have this for four months. Wow. Like, so much stuff. Like, she wow. came to Bendigo. She, really? She, yeah. She was there. She Holy opened crap. it. I know. I couldn't believe that either. I'm like, Priscilla Presley. I was, I, I was like, Michael Jackson's former mother-in-law is in my hometown right now. <laughs> I will take the connection. Um, <laughs> so close. So close. <laughs> so close. No. Uh, so that's pretty cool. But yeah, the exhibition um, is totally worth the trip. Yeah. Uh, it's like, even if you're a casual Elvis fan like myself, I'm not super into him. Obviously, I'm very aware of who Elvis is as yeah. just a general human on this planet. Um, but it was just so nice to see so much love and care and respect go into paying tribute to him. Yeah. Uh, with all of his different, you know, props from films and um, the amount of costumes was endless. Just endless. Like there's this literally this one room where you enter, you turn you turn your head to the left and there's just this giant V of like jumpsuits with capes and wow. they're all bedazzled in different ways and different colors that's and, awesome oh man i was floored i was i can't i can't believe i couldn't believe i was very surreal i couldn't believe i was staring at elvis's you know he actually wore them like there were photos everywhere of him Far like, out. all of yeah it was all authentic yeah just crazy um even some of his vehicles were there so like he had this like like uh, roadster car this like red convertible very shiny yeah uh and a harley davidson this massive massive unit um they were brought over as well they looked really cool and then there was just a lot of footage on top of everything else of um you know his performances on tv and in film and Mm. um you know interview footage of him as well and um and then, yep, yeah, a few excerpts from his uh, very infamous now comeback special from in '68 that he performed, which is quite—I uh, learned—quite an iconic uh, show in terms of Elvis history. Uh, it really kind of because after after he like started making movies and and things of that nature, his image got a bit tainted and stuff, and they didn't think he was all that anymore. And then oh. he came back in the late '60s with this. This concert uh, that was aired, broadcast on TV and everything, and it just blew everyone's socks off, and everyone That's awesome. everyone loved him again. Yeah, and it was really cool. Like the performances that I saw, I was really impressed. So, nice. Yeah, so it's definitely worth the the thirty dollar ticket. Um, not that expensive, surprisingly. That's cheap. I thought they would have co- they would have charged more, but yeah, there you go. So that was so much fun. Uh, we had a great time, um, and we also watched the Duke. 
which was a cool film. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed um, Jim Broadbent and Helen Mirren. Um, I've watched a lot of stuff this month, I will say. i got to fucking remember everything. Um, well, Killing Eve finished, and I'm sad about that. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm okay with the ending. I'm just sad it's over, because yeah. it was such a good show. Oh, now I just... I guess I'm just going to have to go read the books that the show is based on. <laughs> just to fill the void. Just for to a bit. fill the void. <laughs> exactly. Um, what else here? I. Well, I finished all the How to Train Your Dragon movies. So I saw the third and final one. Nice. The Hidden World. That was really good. Um, started watching Avatar The Last Airbender finally, which is, <laughs> gets a lot of people very excited when I tell them that. <laughs> um, so that's really, really cool. Um, Moon Knight has kicked off well and truly. Yes, it has. Um, which is great. Uh, we're halfway through um, at the time of recording because we're recording this a little early. Uh, <laughs> do my best Stephen Grant impression there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I can't help it. Um so yeah, so that's that's been that's been fantastic watching so far. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess I will just wrap up by saying that um, I got a promotion at work. Yay! <laughs> Congratulations! Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Very very happy, very happy. Very, Yay! Very very happy and excited and nervous and just but mostly excited because you know it's. I'm finally getting, you know, what I feel I deserve. Yes, I'm, I you definitely I feel know. like I feel like I can confidently say that without sounding too, you know, uh, egotistical because I've been doing the same job for so many years and I've been trying and trying and trying my hard my hardest to just really improve myself and better myself and I've come so far and you know, so it's been really really great to see my development rewarded and acknowledged with uh, a chance to step up and prove myself as a coordinator. So that's just really, really cool. That's awesome. Yeah, I can't believe it. <laughs> I feel like I can't believe it's actually finally happening. I'm actually a coordinator now. So that's that's cool, which means I'm moving stores. So that's that's crazy and going to miss all my, my friends at Camberwell, but I'll um, have a bunch of new friends uh, to make. and Yeah. Um, yeah, new customers to greet and... Onward and upward, I guess. Yes, definitely. We'll see what happens. You deserve all the accolades. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, it's exciting times. Exciting mm-hmm. times. Yeah. It was nice to go home to Bendigo and have good news to my parents. Yeah. They were very proud. <laughs> it, was, it was really nice. <laughs> feel, feel special. Um, all right. That's enough from me before I get too <laughs> googly-eyed over, over the good month. April has been a good month. Yes. Mm. It has. It's been good to us. Yes. Yep. Um, speaking of things we watched, though, mm-hmm. in April, we are here, of course, if you can't tell, already um because it's in the episode description um we will be (laughs) we're going to be reviewing and uh, sharing our thoughts and discussing uh at great length with spoilers yes uh fantastic beasts the secrets of dumbledore Yay! Yay! Finally! Finally! Finally we get to see this film oh my gosh and boy did we not expect some things that <laughs> shocked us? And yep. boy, were there things that made us laugh. Yeah, some really funny scenes in this one. Yeah. Yeah. It's really, really, it's a re- really good film. I feel, I feel like 
definitely better than the second one. Definitely, yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. Like, I, I enjoyed the second one for what it is, but it's... There's something about it that's just a bit off, mm. I think. Um, so this one kind of course corrects the franchise. Yes. In a, in a good way. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What were your initial takeaways, like overall impressions of this, this film, apart from it being better than the last one? Um, I would have to say that um, the character development with with certain characters were actually pretty good. Yeah. couple that weren't so great. Okay. Uh, but overall, um, I enjoyed the story and where it sort of, where it went. And, um, there were some surprises that I wasn't expecting and I'm very happy about them. (laughs) (laughs) Although a couple of things that also shocked me because it was a little creepy, but it's fine. (laughs) Ooh, all right. We'll get into that. Uh, yeah, no, overall, I really enjoyed it and... You know, watching it a second time as well, um, managed to pick up on things I missed the first time around. Mm. Um, so, um, yeah, really, really enjoyed it. Good. What about yourself, Kendall? Yeah, I, I liked it. I liked it a lot. Um, I, it's just, it's always just a, f- a fun time to, you know, return to the Wizarding World. And yes. Live in this space again that, you know, we dreamt of as kids, reading books and watching movies so long ago. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's, it's always lovely to see this continue. Um, and I was very pleased as I just, you know, mentioned with the, um, the course correction, um, and, you know, just certain changes of certain characters, one in particular, of course, Mm. um, was, was very welcome. Um, and, but yeah, I didn't, I didn't like think it was a perfect movie, of course. There was a couple of things as well for me that was like, okay, I don't know. I don't know about this. Yeah. Um, but overall, it's 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 a good time. Like it's a it's a very interesting way to expand the world of Harry Potter yes. and connect it a bit more to um, the Harry Potter books in a lot of ways. Like not just with Easter eggs and certain spells and creatures that you see pop up in this one. It's there's you know a, a lot of references to obviously well Dumbledore. Yeah. And this because of. Well, it's the title of the film, um, <laughs> but but yeah, it's um, it's good to see some things, you know, some some things that uh, w- the one J.K. Rowling, uh, you know, decided to announce after all the books were done, and now she's actually making good on some of the things she said mm. um, that are now canon, which is just really lovely to see. Um, so yeah, so it was it was good. Um, Fully, what? What in the movie? You said something scared you. I'm so curious. <laughs> what? What was? What? What freaked you out? Uh the giant scorpion thing <laughs> that was in that really really deep pit. Oh. Um. Yeah, yeah. That freaked me out a little bit. <laughs> you know? No, that's 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 fair. <laughs> was not expecting that to just all of a sudden come up and just go yanked on one of those humans that was dangling on his feet. Yeah. So, yeah, and it was just like, bye-bye, you've been eaten now. Bye-bye, you've been... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was pretty graphic. I mean, it was all shrouded in darkness, but I yeah. suppose... Yeah, but if you think about it, it's like this thing is grabbing people. It's, you know, just eating them a little bit and then giving the rest to its children, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> Not like that. No. Yeah. No. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, I'm just glad it wasn't a spider. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> so well, both great. of us are glad it wasn't. But yeah, yeah. scorpions are not, are not a great time. No, no. For anyone. But scorpions are kind of better than seeing spiders. So I'm happy. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> we can take that <laughs> yeah. as a saving grace. Um, okay, well, what are some things about the movie you didn't like? What what didn't sit right for you? Um, I'd say the main one that really stood out to me was Queenie. Yeah. I wasn't really happy with the way that she was played out in this film. No. Um, she... I, I don't know what happened between the second film when she decided to go to Grindelwald's side to this film where she's actually feeling guilty for being there. Yeah. And I being, can... you know, and feeling all this sadness and hurt for not being able to be with Jacob. Yeah. It just doesn't make sense. No. Something happened between those two movies and we're never going to know what it is. Yeah, screenplay rewrites. Gah. <laughs> Damn you, writers! <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's for me the same thing. It's yeah. it's, it's the biggest flaw of the film is Queenie, um, which is so disappointing because I love Queenie, um, and Alison Sudol does such a great job with her. I agree. She's she, very she talented. Was, her character in the first two films was oh, so good, lovely, especially number one. I loved yeah. her in number one. She's just sunshines and rainbows. Yeah, and you know. in this one, she just seemed really off. Yeah. Yeah, she so, did. I, I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's hard to kind of quantify it, but it just feels like to me that, yeah, there was just problems with the writing. And because I feel like her decision to switch sides in the previous film wasn't deep enough. It wasn't really... There wasn't enough weight to it mm. to make it make sense. Like, it made sense to a degree. Like, the whole, like, okay, sh- she loves Jacob so much and she's listening to Grindelwald saying, I want to give you the ability to marry whoever you want. I want to give you the ability to, you know, live freely as a witch and and all of this stuff. Without even thinking for some reason for a second that, you know, obviously, you know, she does, um, she must not have realised, but obviously, you know, Grindelwald is very much pure blood, pure blood, pure blood. As we see in this film, when, you know, he's like, you know, I, they want to marry and, you know, sully this, sully the bloodline and we can't have this. And yeah. So it's just, it's just weird that that's, those two things coexist in this. So clearly she had no idea that that's what he truly meant. And it actually kind of speaks to a really good line that I, I think it was Newt Scamander said it in in it. In this, the third one, he said, um, uh, he doesn't want, he doesn't want to lead you. He just wants you all to follow him. Yes. And I thought that was such a good line of dialogue. Cause that's exactly what he does. Cause he just, he just wants you on his side and he'll say whatever to get you there. And that's yeah. what he did with Queenie because she's a legilimens and those people are very, very valuable, you know, cause they can read your thoughts and yes. uh, detect loyalists from from people who would desert you so um that makes a whole lot of sense Mm. but it's just in terms of queenie's you know i they should uh, they try i feel like they tried to have their cake and eat it too with her because they didn't even when she picked a side she didn't fully pick a side no and then in this film they kind of double down on that where she's you you know she, she never does anything 
manipulative or um, malicious or cruel. She never lets any darkness, you know, even though she, she changes her appearance and starts dressing like, you know, Narcissa Malfoy's grandmother for some reason, you know, just <laughs> looking beautiful, of course. Yeah. I, I mean, I definitely prefer the, the strawberry blonde hair to the, the you know, the white blonde that mm. she, she had in this film, but that's neither here nor there. Um, you know, obviously they're trying to emphasize the fact that she switched sides. Mm. Um, but it just, when she's not acting that way, when you can see she still quite clearly cares, and I guess it's nice that that's the case because you know it makes the return to Jacob all the more sweet at the end but it just makes you feel like we've wasted a whole storyline with her because she never fully switched do you know what I mean Mm. like it just it feels like a missed opportunity um with her character and it just there's just not enough there uh and Alison Sudol does what she can with the character yeah but you just the the yeah, J.K. Rowling and Steve Cloves, who wrote the screenplay, they've just not really done a great job. No. With her development in this film. Yeah, no, I I agree in the fact. I agree in the fact that she felt like she was like her character was definitely wasted. Um, there could there could have been more potential for her character in this film. Yeah. Um, but obviously they just they didn't have the room for it by the sound by the sounds of it. Yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot going on. Yeah. In this film. I mean, I mean, not a whole lot, but like, I just, I don't know. I don't know. It's just, it's just disappointing. I feel like she just could have been written differently. Yeah. Um, speaking of things that, you know, there don't, there does not seem to be room for. Um, and speaking of Goldstein's, Tina. Yeah. Tina, Tina, Tina. My other problem with this movie. (laughs) She wasn't really in the film, even though she was. It's... It's very annoying. I mean, I I believe it was it it was no fault of the writing in this case. It was uh, uh, scheduling conflicts and COVID related delays that forced you know uh, Catherine Waterston to step away from the, m- the movie, mm. which I'm guessing why the character of Lally was added yeah. to make up because I feel like she would have been Tina. Yes, because her her addition kind of felt very much out of left field. Like, why are you suddenly here? I mean, she was great and everything, but yeah, that would have been Tina had the movie been filmed, you know, not during a pandemic. True. Um, so that's why Catherine Waterston's not really in it. Um, which, but it's just it's so glaring and it's so obvious that she should be there and she's not, and it's just very frustrating. Because yeah. it, it's like you were saying before, it feels like something's happened between the two movies that we've missed because, you know, at the end of the last film, there was a trajectory between the two of them, Newton and Tina, for this, like, relationship to actually finally get off the ground and for them, you know, to, to just, you know, be together properly. And, yeah. Uh, and then for the movie to kind of, you know, a hint, obviously, that... Maybe they're together, but then their interaction at the end of the film says they're not together. Yeah, exactly. And we don't ever get told why that is. Like, they clearly love each other. Yes. But we're left kind of wondering what's going on, and it's never really addressed. So again, another thing maybe they just didn't have time for. Yeah, and I kind of missed her in this too. Me too. She she would have been... Like, Lally was a really good character... Not gonna lie. Yeah. Um, yeah I, she was cool. I, I really, I really enjoyed, I really enjoyed her presence in this film. Mm-hmm. Uh, but 
Tina's presence was definitely obvious that it wasn't there. Like, it was definitely missed. Yeah. Um, and I feel like the the fact that they brought in a different character, um, the way they rewrote it, though, was, was not too bad. Um, the fact that she was busy with, you know, being the head of the ministry in America. Mm. Um, well, the head of the auras. The air auras, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, in America. So it, it, it made a little bit of sense the way that they rewrote that. Um, but yeah, I just, I kind of wish that she was in it more. Yeah, like I didn't even think that makes sense to me, to be honest, because... Okay, you've fine if the if the head of the auras of, of you know the American Ministry is is flat out with something that's happening domestically there. Why are, why are you getting a, a professor from Ilvermorty to come and help? But then I suppose you flip that by the same token, and you ha- and then you can go well. Why the, f- the bloody hell is Newt Scamander there? Mm, yeah. So it's so. It, so, you know, there's arguments for and against that. But I just kind of feel like they should have maybe made it make more sense as to why she's not there. Because, like, you know, Theseus is the head of the... The, the British the, the British ministry, the Auras. Yeah. Theirs. And he's heavily involved in this. But obviously he's got a personal stake in it because of Lita and, and Newt and everything. So that also makes... But then again, T- and then Tina has the Newt connection. And Queenie, like, you think she'd want to be there to try and... Save Queenie, but then they give that whole storyline to Jacob, which is fine. That works. But there's just... So there's just lots of little bits that just could be moved around differently yeah. and, and done better. And it's... So the weaknesses of the film come down to the Goldsteins, unfortunately. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. It's a shame. Mm. Um, but I can't really think beyond that of anything I didn't really like. Um, except for maybe the explanation as to why... Dumbledore and Grindelwald were able to duel each other at the end. Didn't make didn't make a lick of sense, really. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, the way that they explained it, it seemed like they were there for different reasons. So it meant that they were clashing because of their beliefs. You know how Dumbledore well, said that he was there to protect and Grindelwald was there yeah, to destroy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Grindelwald was going to kill um, Credence or Aurelius. Yeah. Um, and then uh, both Aberforth and Albus fired yeah. protection spells against it. So, And then Dumbledore, when he's explaining it to Newt, he just says it was fate. So there's not really... <laughs> unexplained. More unexplained, questions more now. More questions. And look, <laughs> I suppose for a, f- a fantasy film about witches and wizards, I should probably just accept that. <laughs> you know, there's got to be some mystery to, to yeah. this stuff. And I, I think that that can you can kind of get past that a little bit, mm. I suppose. But also the whole fact that just... There seems to be a lot of dueling taking place in, like, almost alternate realities. Yeah. Which I fa- also found weird. I mean, it looked visually cool. Like, the movie is visually stunning, as all Harry Potter-related movies are. You can't really go wrong on that. But... I mean, apart from at the beginning with Newt trying to save the Chillin. Yeah. Um, where, you know, because the Chillin's under threat mm. by these um, witches that have 
that have come on behalf of Grindelwald. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's probably the only time that the the, the battle I seen, I suppose, is not in an alternate reality. Uh, yeah, because they're running through one like of a forest and stuff. Yeah, but you're right. The one with Dumbledore and Creators is in a reflective, you sort of reflective world. Um, in in a mirror world. Yeah, it's well, it's something to do with the Deluminator. Mm. Like the Deluminator has this extra ability that we've never heard of until now. Yeah, that it can have somehow, you know, put you in this mirror dimension or something, or this upside down sort of situation. That just, yeah. Why wasn't that explained in the Harry Potter I, films? I, I don't. <laughs> Why I didn't got, we see that? I got nothing. <laughs> That, but it annoys me a little bit. Yeah. I'm like, why, why are we suddenly now getting this? Anyway, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm reading too much into it. I mean, it looks it looked really cool, and it's, yeah. And I suppose it's a way for the duel, the, the duel to take place between Credence slash Aurelius and Dumbledore, um, without it interfering with the Muggle world. But then, how do you explain the same thing that happens with? Dumbledore and Grindelwald at the end. Yeah. Like, why is that duel taking place in this, you know, mirror plane? Yeah, I don't don't understand either. And then the whole, at the start, the very opening scene with uh, Dumbledore and Grindelwald in in this restaurant and and then, you know, it turns into this misty, cloudy place and then suddenly it's on fire and then, oh, okay, we're out of it. Like, that didn't make sense to me. Yeah. (laughs) I I don't I don't know. There's a few things that were just a bit. Yeah, oh, yeah. That that didn't like the fact that they didn't explain that, or they didn't really need to explain it. It just just give us like a little hint as to why it's happening. I'm guessing it had something to do with the blood pact, the blood curse between them. Maybe. That's all I can think of. Yeah, but that's but even then, I don't know. I just. Yeah, we don't need to be spoon-fed or anything. We just need, you know, a little bit of extra oomph. Yeah. Oh, just give us little, little a tiny, tips. A tiny bit of exposition. Yeah. yeah just, just a tiny little bit. That would be helpful. Mm. Um, I don't think I have any other complaints. I think those are all my complaints. <laughs> Do you have anything else you want to complain no. about before we start talking about how good the movie is? <laughs> no, I think they were, they were my main complaints. <clears throat> okay. So. All right, cool. Um, okay. Things you liked then? What did, what did you like? Did you have a favorite moment or scene? Swivel. Oh yeah, got a swivel. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, my favorite scene too. I just gotta say, like, not the whole scene where they're like in danger of being eaten by a giant scorpion, but just the moment where they have to mimic the movements. Just to get past these little baby scorpion creatures. Yeah. That was hilarious. It was fantastic. So good. Yeah. And um, I mentioned this in... I mentioned this in a podcast called Fred um, earlier. And that scene specifically got spoiled for me before I even seen the movie. Yeah, which is a shame. Because Eddie Redmayne was interviewed by Jimmy Fallon on The Tonight Show. And I had saw that that clip pop up on my Facebook feed. And when I saw that, I'm like, oh, that looks funny. Damn, I wish I could have seen that for the first time in the Mm, film myself. (laughs) 
<laughs> That's disappointing. But I like when I saw it in the film, I still enjoyed it. I still giggled. Um, so funny. And I went with my workmate the first time, and both of us were like, we got to swivel when we see each other next. <laughs> and it's it's just it's just this weird sort of yeah. pose. Where it's kind of like his, his the arms like, are up in the air. It's like a crab walk sort of yeah. thing. Yeah. And they're on their hind feet, the yeah. um the little scorpion creatures. Yeah. And then, but they move, like, from a human standpoint, you're moving your hips as yeah. you're walking, from, uh, you know, s- sideways. Yeah. You're sidestepping. Yeah. And you're, you're, sw- you're swiveling, you're wiggling your bum. Yeah. <laughs> In, in a certain way, and the the what was hilarious was after he saved his brother, uh, he's telling his brother he's like you're not swiveling enough. Yeah, and, he, and Theseus is like I'm swiveling I'm exactly swiveling. how you're swiveling. It's like no, you're not. No. <laughs> yeah, that 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 whole scene was just. Loved it. Yeah. Loved it so much. I'm so happy to have seen that. Yeah. On on screen. <laughs> yeah. It was so much fun. It was just, yeah, it was a nice, it was a nice moment of levity in the movie because there's a lot of heavy moments. Yeah. Throughout this film. Um, and that's, yeah, probably the lightest the movie gets. But, um, but it's good. It makes sense. It fits. It flows. It doesn't really, doesn't really w- ruin the momentum uh, of, uh, the um of the story either the plot the pacing is fine with this and uh yeah yeah it's just one of the best examples i think of the merging of like this movie i one of my other favorite things is the fact that it's probably the best way the best blend of of the the fantastic beasts part and the harry potter part yeah because um, that's been one of the biggest criticisms of this series is the fact it doesn't know what film it wants to be. Yes. Whether it wants to be a Harry Potter prequel or um, a Fantastic Beasts, you know, film. Yeah. About magical creatures. Uh, and this film kind of really does make the creatures very integral to the story, uh, especially with the chillin', of course. Yeah. Um, but this scene in particular is just, it's just really nice that, you know, that Newt has to use his... Magic no magic zoology know how to save his brother um, yeah. in a very comical way, but also a very terrifying way with this giant scorpion. <laughs> yeah. But I lo- I love the other little bit of how that you know if the lights the light goes out then that's the when the scorpion will get you. Like yes. The, for some reason it doesn't like the the fight like the firefly bug like lanterns. It's it, it yeah. Won't, it won't go near them. But mm. as soon as that that light goes out, you're buggered. Yeah, you're yeah. done. You're done for. Yeah, uh, and then pretty much in that same sequence, we get the creature side of the scene with Teddy. So Ted, Teddy's the name of the Niffler. Yes. Which I don't think I knew until this movie. No, I didn't know that either. But yeah. it, it's a cute name. It is a cute name for him. Yeah. And. We get him and oh, what's the picket? Picket, that's the one. Yeah, I gotta remember Pikmin, picket, picket, sort of thing. Picket the bow truckle. Yes, yes. Picket is trying to get the wand, so Newt's wand, mm-hmm. out from where they've been caged from mm-hmm. the person that's sort of looking after this place. Yeah, this like dungeon. Yeah, <laughs> it's 
Scorpy dungeon. And all all Teddy can think of is gold. Shiny things. <laughs> all about the shiny things. Of course. <laughs> and the, that, like, after we see Theseus being saved, we see the other side of it where Teddy is trying to pull off the tie that the man's wearing while he's asleep. Because it's got the shiny gold on it. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh, that thing is so adorable. <laughs> Very adorable. Oh, that, and, yeah. And Pickett's just looking at him thinking, oh, you idiot. <laughs> well, my favourite part of that moment was this, the whole slow-mo part when, like, you know... Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Where Teddy's jumping forward and you think he's going for Pickett but then Pickett flies past him and, and Teddy, he grabs the Teddy grabs the gold coins and I remember when I first saw it in the cinema I knew that was going to happen so as soon as they're about to like pass each other I just go yeah nah. nah and then he's just <laughs> going for the coins and I'm like you know, no, no, no. No, it was very uh, obvious he was going for the coins totally. because it was in the background. So it was in the background, and we know we know how this works. Yes, you know, Nifflers, Nifflers love shiny things. Nifflers are in it for the money. Let's be real. Yeah, um, but that was still a very, very comical moment. It really was. Yeah, <laughs> poor Pickett. I know, poor Pickett. Pickett's just like, yeah, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He was okay, though. He was okay. He fa- faced no peril. No. No pickets were harmed in the making of this motion picture. No. Um, but holy crap, man. Those two, <laughs> together or yeah. apart, either way, Great. I love them. Yeah. Just brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Um, one other thing about this movie I liked um, was uh, the, uh, I don't know, I don't want to say addition because she was in the previous film, but the fact that we got a whole lot more Bunty. Yeah. In this one. I thought it was really cool. Yeah, she's really nice. Yeah. She's <laughs> super, super sweet and endearing, and you can tell she's clearly got a crush on Newt and yeah. is so adorable. <laughs> 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 she knows exactly how many days she's worked for him. Um, <laughs> not sad at all. Not sad at all. It's fine. <laughs> um, no, she's just a very good assistant. Mm. Um, yeah. So that was nice to see her in this more and the fact that she was a key element of the story. Yeah. Two. Um, like every play, major player in this film made, you know, like had something, like all the good guys anyway, they all had some, a purpose to be there, like a reason to be a part of this story. Um, yeah. So that was, that was good to see. That, yeah. That was, I, was I, I loved, I loved the scene where she has to take the briefcase in to get duplicated. Yeah. <laughs> and she has it's to funny. make up some story. So that they don't open the case yeah. and so they don't keep they're, the case. Because they're muggles. <laughs> yeah, they don't understand. Mm. And so just just the fact that, you know, she's making up this story about having a husband and, you know, being <laughs> yeah. absent-minded all the time. <laughs> Forgot we were married or whatever she said. Yeah, and then just laughs nervously. She's <laughs> like, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was great. So good. Very great. Yeah. Very very amusing. Um, gosh, what else can we talk about? Any any other any other highlights for you before we um, kind of go into K 
can we can we sort of talk about Jacob for a bit? Oh, please. <laughs> Let's talk about Jacob, Mr. Kowalski. Oh my goodness. Like here is this this muggle just minding his own business, running his own bakery, hmm. which is what he's always dreamed of. Yep. He's got the dream. He's he's finally got his dream of being able to, you know, own a bakery, run it. And all of a sudden he's you know, being crashed by a witch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His life was doing so well until she walked into the door. <laughs> until Lali walked into the yeah. bakery. Well, I mean, it wasn't doing as well as it, we last saw him because the bakery no. is, has gone a bit downhill, unfortunately. And I yeah. feel like that's kind of connected to Queenie, you know, leaving him and... That being very upsetting. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, but, yeah, you, you're right. He was, like, very much well and truly done with the Wizarding World and content to be so. Yes. Um, until Lally came around. So, yeah, yeah. But, no, Jacob's great. Like, he's just, like, Dan Fogler again. It's just... He, he just made it more consistent, wholesome. Yeah, he's a consistent highlight in, yeah. the, in these movies. He just brought the coziness. Yeah. The muggle coziness into, muggle the, coziness. <laughs> into the wizarding world. Yeah. And it was so good to have that. I really I really enjoy having Jacob Kowalski in Yes, this. yeah, same. The same. fact that he was given his own wand, wand yeah. where he was like so Oh my gosh, I get a wand? Really? <laughs> Even though it doesn't actually work. It doesn't actually really do much, no. <laughs> it's just for show. It's just for show. Um, and then just the scene where he gets drunk at this event and he ends up being the quote unquote assassin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cause he stands up to Grindelwald and, and, uh, yeah, the, the Norwegian minister of magic is like assassin. <laughs> um, yeah, it was funny. That was a good little scene. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was that was interesting. He's like, "Holy crap, my wand is is doing stuff. I can't control it." Yeah. <laughs> I did like when in uh, in the final act when you know he's running away from the goons um, when they're at the you know at Bhutan before the whole thing, and then he's running around the corner and he's looking back. He's like, "Oh, he's angry." <laughs> <laughs> that, that cheek that, that cheek, comes yeah. out of him is so good. It was very funny. Ah, uh, man. It, just that r- sort of like running around between different little points of alleyways and stuff like that yeah. with him was hilarious. Very funny. It was so good. Very and then the funny. moment that he comes across Newt, who was being cornered by the two two guys mm-hmm. um, that are part of Grindelwald's yeah. team. Mm-hmm. He walks past. Newt sees him walk past. And then Jacob's just realized, oh, it's Newt. Walked back. Sees these two guys eyeing him down. And then all of a sudden he's just like, hey, guys. They turn around. Smack with the briefcase in their faces. Great. (laughs) Very funny. Oh, that was so good. It was very good. Oh, it was such so, so good timing too. Yeah. Man. Very good timing. Yeah. Um, would you say Jacob's your favorite character? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. I mean, apart from Newt, because he's like shy, but very knowledgeable. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fact that he's a Hufflepuff. He's a Hufflepuff. He's my Hufflepuff. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Three points to Hufflepuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, my my favorite character uh, in this movie has to be Dumbledore. Yes. Oh man, Jude, Jude Law. Law. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I can't. <laughs> I can't with him. Yeah, neither he's, can I. He's just... You're not wrong. He's Yeah. <laughs> he's just too perfect. Like, you know, I, you know, I, I think I, I, I've always been on board with his casting as, yes. a, as a young Dumbledore. Same. Always. And he was one of the best things about the last film, Crimes of Grindelwald. Mm. Like, he was great in that. But then the more of him we got to see in this was just so great. Um, like, he's just... Oh, it's just perfection. There's just honestly. some. There's, there's like this, <laughs> this genuine sort of personality that comes through. Yeah. Um, as the double door character. Yeah. And he just he still seems like the same soft, like, well mannered, and very wise. Yeah, very. Even wise. at that age. Yeah. Very wise very man wise. or wizard. Yes. And like. Wow. Yeah. I wow. he and Jude Law's performance as Dumbledore has been amazing. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. Um I can't fault his performance. No, not at all. It's, it's amazing. It's the best it's probably the best thing in the film. Yeah. I reckon. Like he's just he's just that good. Um because yeah, he just captures Dumbledore perfectly without going too far into the eccentricness that, yes. that Dumbledore will fall into later in life. Mm. Uh, so it totally makes sense. Um, the one thing that kind of befuddles me okay. is, the, is the costuming. Because back then, he's in a suit. Yep, looking but, very schmick. But then you see in the Harry Potter films, he's always in robes. Um, I'm pretty sure he's still... Is he... at? In these films, he's become the headmaster. He's not headmaster no, yet. He's, he's still just, a professor. He's just professor. You th- even then, you'd think you'd still have robes, wouldn't you? I mean, I don't know. That would, that's a very good question, though, too, because none of like because we see McGonagall in this film, and she's in the previous one as well. Yeah, she's not. She's kind of just you know wearing her general McGonagall garb, but yeah, not, not typically robes. I don't think. But none of yeah, you don't. You know, yeah, I even... I know it's Ilva Morning at Hogwarts, but, you know, um, Lally's not wearing any kind of robes, and she's a professor as mm. well, and... Yeah, I don't know, it must be just uh, an aesthetic choice. Maybe. I, I suppose. Maybe it's because of the era. It could be the era, it could be the fashion of the time, like, robes are pro- could be more of a, you know, maybe they were outdated at that point and they hadn't... Because, you know, fashion always comes back around. Yeah, true. So maybe it could be just an aesthetic choice to be like, okay, well, robe, we want to dress them in something a bit different. Let's, you know, let's have robes not be in currently and that's will explain why they wear them later. But Yeah. But, yeah, I can see how that would confuse you because I think... When we get the flashback in Chamber of Secrets of young Dumbledore. Yeah, exactly. He's, he's wearing robes. He's wearing robes. And he's got a beard. Like, it's... Well, I think that's because... It's, was it Richard... Did they get Richard Harris to play young Dumbledore? I think they did. But then again, that was in, like, the 40s or 50s or whatever. So mm. that's, like, 20, 20 years... 15, 20 years later after these movies. So... I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But no, that's a good point. I didn't pick up on that. Yeah. That's, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Mm, yeah. Ah, it's fine. I mean, he had still had the beard and yeah. you know, still very 
Yeah. It's very Dumbledore-y. What were some of your favorite effects from this film? Effects? Like visual effects. Oh, gosh. I'm not ready to leave Dumbledore yet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll come back to him when I, I ask you the next question when I'm done. But effects. Okay. Visual effects that I liked. Ooh, good question. Um, my Lord. I mean, I did enjoy the scene where, um, where Lally and Jacob are, you know, running on the paper towards each other. Yeah, that was pretty cool. The way everything kind of slowed down. Like, a lot of slow-mo vi- visual effects can be a bit cliched these days, but I just, I don't know, it looked really good. I liked that. Mm. Um, I And I did like some of the effect of, like, the whole, the well, the fight, the fight between Credence slash Aurelius and Dumbledore with the... You know, all of those effects with the buildings crumbling and, and then going into this mirror world, upside down, sort of dark thing, whatever mm. whatever it was. Um, that was, yeah, that looked really, really cool. Um, I feel like there's something else that I liked that I'm missing. I'm forgetting. God damn. But those are the things that kind of stick out to me off the top of my head. What about you? I really liked the effect of the blood pack that was wrapped around... Oh, that looked cool, yeah. Um, Dumbledore's Dumbledore. arm. And the fact that if he ended up even thinking about defying that mm. scene where it literally just wraps so tight like a python yeah. on his arm yeah. to the point where it actually goes and tries to strangle him. Yeah. That was intense. That was very intense. Yeah. I liked that a lot. That was, it was And I really, really enjoyed how that all kind of sort played of out. played out. Yeah. Um, um, just on that quickly, did you have any issue with with that whole premise of the whole, of like, because uh, uh, can I lay it down as like the entire movie, both Dumbledore and Grindelwald are plotting to destroy each other. Yeah. But they're getting away with it because they're doing it through other people. Mm. But they're still thinking about doing it. Yeah. That, so that... where do you draw the line for this curse sort of True. thing? I don't, I don't, yeah. Unless, it's, unless it has to specifically be them themselves thinking about picking up their wand and aiming it at each other. Sort Maybe. Of it must be. It just has to be so, it must have to be so specific. Otherwise that doesn't make sense. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I, I feel like that, I think. What make- you said makes more sense. Okay, good. Yeah. Good, good, good. Yeah. Um, another visual effect that I really enjoyed was a bit of a, let's say, nostalgic flashback to, um, I think it was like Deathly Hallows, where you, in the scene where they've opened up the fake briefcases in like, sort of like the final act, mm-hmm. to find out whether they're the real ones with the chilling in it. Mm. The fact that it opens up with just snacks like baked goods yeah, in one of them yeah. then another one it has just books mm-hmm. and then another one is just it's just this deep hole mm-hmm. right and then all of a sudden the, the snitch comes out mm-hmm. that was kind of cool yeah um but the one that i really liked between those three briefcases was the one with the baked goods where as soon as the man picked up one baked good all of a sudden all of a sudden they all started multiplying and multiplying and continuously multiplying to the point where it pushes him with so much force away. Yeah. yeah. And that sort of gave me a flashback to Deathly Hallows. Yes. Where they're in, the, in, the, in Gringotts in, Bank. Yes. And they're, they're in Bellatrix's um, 
yeah. vault. Yes. And there's like a curse on her stuff, yes. the, her treasures. Yes, that the, the moment you touch one, multiplies. it multiplies and multiplies. And yeah, just... that was cool. Throwback. Yeah. yeah. I really love that. Yeah, it was great. It was so good. Yeah. <laughs> And then you see the the book of monsters going around. I know and sort of it, was, it was chomping on that their legs was nice to see the monster book of monsters again. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was that was lovely. And then even like the connection with you know Dumbledore and the Snitch and Harry and to have Dumbledore have this you know Snitch whether it's the exact same Snitch we see in the future. Yeah, who knows? true. Yeah, but that was also nice. Yeah, yeah, some cool little references visually. Definitely in this film yes. to the to the other films. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, They're cool. my favourites. Yeah, nice, nice, nice. All right, well, I feel like we should probably address the elephant in the room, mm. which is, of course, the uh, introduction of uh, Maz Mikkelsen yes. as Gellert Grindelwald. Mm-hmm. Hello. <laughs> Hello, indeed. Hello, indeed. <laughs> Welcome. Thanks for being here. <laughs> Don't go away. Um, yeah, what were your thoughts on... on him in this film. I I feel like his performance was something that should have been in the film from the beginning. In this in the franchise? In the franchise of Fantastic Beasts. Correct. Yes. That is the right answer. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I look, I enjoy Johnny Depp's acting yeah, I really love Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, yeah, I'm a I'm a I'm a Johnny fan. Absolutely. I love some of the yeah. Tim Burton films that he's been in as well. Yeah, he's great. He's great, but now that we know his face so well, that's all you see. You just see it's Johnny hard, Depp. Isn't it's it? hard to break that away. A little bit, yeah. you know. So seeing Mads Mikkelsen as Grindelwald was like a breath of fresh air. Yeah. Um, and his performance as Grindelwald. I feel like was actually more sinister than what Johnny Depp was doing. Yeah, yeah. He and he played it as if it was like so natural to him. Yeah, it just fit him so well. Mm-hmm. I really loved it. Yeah, good. I really did. And great. Um, just even though you don't get to really see him talk much, there wasn't much dialogue for Grindelwald in this. No, film, not as from what I noticed. No, not as much. Not as much. But he just stands there and looks. <laughs> just even just with his facial expressions yeah. and his body language, yeah. mm-hmm. he sells it so well. Yeah, he's very talented. Very talented, yeah. and <laughs> I just was like, "Dude, you intimidate me!" Like this is what we needed in a Grindelwald, you know? Yeah, just this intimidation. Mm-hmm. Yep. And he just does it so well. Yeah. 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 What about you? What do you think? Yeah, I'm, I. Completely agree. Everything you just said. Um, yeah, I I really loved his addition to this. I I mean, I was fully expecting them to kind of make him up a bit similarly to Johnny, so give him the silver hair. Yeah. And and you know paler skin and all of that. I'm glad they didn't. Um, that's fine. Yeah. I, either way, it doesn't it, it doesn't bother me. Um, it's it's also fine that they didn't actually address the fact that he looked completely different. They just accepted it and moved on. Mm, mm. That's fine as well. Um, but no, you're right. He should have been in it from the beginning because he was just that good. I mean, yeah, it's n- no offense to Johnny Depp whatsoever because we love Johnny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it is it is hard, especially just because like if they dressed up Johnny like 
Colin Farrell was done up or like Mads Mikkelsen was done up in this, like more natural. Yeah. Not so so much a caricature, right? Because that's what Johnny Depp has kind of started to become since Pirates of the Caribbean mm. has just... Or even going back to Edward Scissorhands, like these caricature-like characters he plays mm. that are very, like... I mean, obviously they're very easily to be identified. Like they stand out and all of that and... You know, he kind of disappears into some of them, which is really cool to see. But he's just been doing it so much for so long. It's just, you know, by the time he came around to Harry Potter, it's like, okay, now you're just, okay, it's now now you're just playing another one of these, you know, Johnny, Johnny Depp's characters, you know, in your collection sort of thing. Like, it just, like, as good as, good as like, I didn't hate it. It's just, I feel like, like when I was alluding to course correction, like this is the biggest course correction that they made and it's the best one, I think. Because it just, you could not have this movie as this movie with Johnny Depp as Grindelwald. Yeah. This movie doesn't work. Like that's obviously, there were rewrites, but you can't, you, it just, so I, it, the movie just changes so much more in, in such a beneficial way for having Maz Mikkelsen a part of it. Yes. Um, because you're right, he, does have this way about him that just sells the, the the villainy and sells a more complex villain, I think. Johnny Depp's Grindelwald was very much a two-dimensional baddie. Mm. Like, it doesn't... He just seemed to be very face value, right? Grindelwald, you know, the opening scene is, you know, it's just Dumbledore and Grindelwald talking. And you could believe, you could believe for a second that Grindelwald is a good guy. Yeah. Because he doesn't come across in really in that scene at all as someone no. who wants to, you know, kill muggles. and. Honestly, when I saw that opening scene where he comes in, he had this subtle but genuine smile. He did. He smiled. He smiled. He smiled. And, and that was nice. All of a sudden, I felt like I was in a romance film. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It like, was they so... sold that love for each other. Oh, they Just did. by looking at each other. Oh, so good. And it was great. It was great. So that's that's the other thing. They made the romance canon, finally. Yes. They finally did it. I was so happy yeah. for that to play out. Same. When I, when I saw that, I was taken aback, but I was just... Elated, yeah. It's like, oh, it was, thank you. It thank was you. wonderful. It's like it's been they've been going around the bush about this for the last two episodes, for the last two movies. Movies, yeah. Now they're just like, all right, this is what you wanted here. Have it, yeah. <laughs> just yeah. straight out. Uh huh. Absolutely. <laughs> um. Yeah. Just fantastic to see, and the way that Jude and Maz play it is yeah. just. It feels so effortless. They, you know, I hope we get more of that. In a future film. I want to see one of them when they face off with each other again. Yeah. I want them to cry. (laughs) I want to see some sadness and some hurt. Yeah. Because they love each other that much. I know. I want it. I want it. Yeah. I want, I want that too. I want them to go even further. I I know this. (laughs) I know it's not, you know, it's like, it's so bad to say that because it's such a cliche thing that you get in a lot of romance films. No, no, no. It's, but we never really get something like this in a movie like this no. in a franchise like this to have a queer romance 
between two ma- huge characters. Yeah. Played by two insanely talented and very good looking men. Yes. Um, like, hello. Like, we we deserve this. Yeah, we do. You know? We, yeah. Especially it's not, those it's of fine. us. Those of us ha- who have been growing up with this whole franchise since the beginning yeah. as children. Yeah. Now adults. Yeah. Seeing it on screen. Yeah. We need this. Yeah, we need this. And we want Dumbledore to, you know, not be just Dumbledore. You know, he's yeah. he's, a, he's a man as well. Like, yeah, where's loves. that, like, that passion? Yeah. You know, when you're in love with someone and you're hurt by what they've done to you. Yeah. You know? And you can see the pain in him. You, you can. can. You can. But... They can definitely take it further in a future film. I, I, I feel like it might happen in the next one. I, I feel like it will. I feel like things will escalate a bit more. I really hope so. Because um, that was, again, one of the other things I really loved about Jude Law as Dumbledore is just the way he really sold their connection. Mm. You could really tell yeah. that when he says, because I was in love with you, he means it. Yeah. He means it, you know. So, you know, all I really want now is for for you know Maz to take Grindelwald to the next step next level and just kind of say it back a bit more like you know you know I didn't just like just be like I didn't I wasn't the one who broke your heart you broke my heart or something like that because we get at the before Grindelwald disappears at the end yeah that he says yeah who's gonna love you now Dumbledore who's gonna love you now but before he ends up you know falling back into the abyss um, he says, I wasn't the enemy. Yeah. Um, nor was I, um, oh, what, what was the phrasing? I can't remember. Oh. He says, I wasn't your enemy. I wasn't, I wasn't the enemy. Yes. Yeah, the main thing. That I was the main thing saying. he said. Yeah. I wasn't the enemy. Um, and you look at him thinking, but what do you mean by you weren't the enemy? You were about to kill all these muggles. But I think he meant it more in the sense of towards like the we probably well wizarding world. Maybe. He's speaking to Albus and he's speaking to the well. He's speaking to the wizarding world because he he. I mean, despite he the means to uh, you know to his end. Yeah. He just wants all. You know, he just wants harmony between wizards yeah. at the end of the day. Unfortunately, he's going to do some pretty awful things to get it. <laughs> But, you know, um, yeah, he, he doesn't really... That's why I kind of love why, you know, Maz adds that... He adds that complexity yes. to this character. He really Where does. you really believe that even though he's, he does have some a lot of darkness in him, um, but he's, he's super complex and he's super detailed in, you know, trying to figure out what his motivations are and... And what he's going to do to get there. And, you know, the the fact that he, you know, you still, you know, maybe he still loves Albus, like their connection. Just, yeah. There's just so many layers to him now. And the way Maz portrays him is just, just so wonderful. He's so good. Mm. Um, and selling it, um, you know, just him, him in this warm way and then him in this sinister way. Yeah. Like the, one of my favorite sinister moments from him was um, when he, is gets frustrated with um, credence for failing him with the the reveal of the the twin of the chillin, mm. and he, you know, throws the water up water up at him, and then he, you know, apparates like just in front of him and grabs him by the throat up against the yeah. wall and stuff, and it's just like, 
you know, you failed me again. How dare you sort of thing. Like, yeah, you've got one more chance. Like that was, that was cool. Like he yeah. doesn't, yeah, he's just, I don't know. He's just effortlessly awesome. Um, so the two of them, yeah, together and that fight scene at the end, that just, that moment where they're just so close to each other and their hands are on each other's chest and they're pointing their wands and then they realize they feel each other's heart beating and I'm just, Oh gosh. Oh, oh it's so nice. <laughs> I almost, I, I feel like, I think that when I watched it the first time around, I, I think I teared up. It's emotional. Yeah. 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 It's the mark of a good, a good story. In, you know, in that part at least. So there's, you know, for as many flaws as the movie has, there's a, definitely a lot of fantastic moments. Definitely. Pun not intended. <laughs> um, and that's definitely one of them. Yeah. Yeah. It's just insane. So very, 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 I think we're both very happy and glad to see Maz Mikkelsen yes. as a part of this franchise now. Yes. He is Grindelwald. Yes. The Grindelwald. The true Grindelwald the has true arisen. Grindelwald. Yes, he has. <laughs> yes, can't wait to see where where we see him next. Yes, oh my gosh, I, and I feel like there's gonna be so much more. Um, like fan, fans are gonna love him even more. He's gonna get more work out of this uh, after this. Oh, always franchise. Always and yeah. oh my god, always. Ah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One thing we missed. Yeah, Holy crap. yeah. The, the scene where. Credence asks Aberforth. Aberforth, he's dead. He's dead. We find that was the other secret of Dumbledore. Not just the fact that, you know, him and Grindelwald loved each other, but um The secret of Aberforth Dumbledore. That yeah. he had a son. Yep. And it's Credence. And it's Credence. So Credence <laughs> is a Dumbledore. So that twist at the end of the second one makes sense. Makes sense. But um yeah. And then and we learn Credence that, yeah. Credence asks him, like, did you ever think about me? And he goes always. Always. Yeah. Oh my gosh, my heart. I know. Doesn't help that Credence looked very Snape-like as I well. I know. With the long black hair and the pale skin. Oh. Gosh. Yeah, no, I, yeah. It's hard It's hard to hear that word and not think of yeah. Snape. And think of Harry Potter, you know. The first time I heard that, oh. I'm like... Yeah. Oh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That was beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful moment. I just, yeah, look, honestly, though... The good outweigh the bad in this film. Oh, for sure. Yeah, and yeah. That's why I enjoyed it so much. And yeah, same. seeing it the second time round, I still enjoyed it even. Yeah, me I too. Enjoyed it even more. I enjoyed so. it a lot. Yeah. I enjoyed it a lot. I'm glad I've seen it twice. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. It's just. It's just. It's just great. Yeah. There's. A, there's a lot of. Yeah. A lot of good in this. Yes. There's some flaws we definitely didn't like and had problems with, but. There's just so much other great stuff yeah. going on um, that, yeah, people need to check out this film. Cause, Definitely. Because um, it's, it's, it's great. Yes. Um, anything else we want to touch on before we give our score out of five? Uh, I, th- I can't really think of anything else that we can mention specifically. No, I think... I think we've covered it. I think we've covered everything. Yeah. I think we really are. Oh, actually, hmm. the other thing, one other thing I didn't know that existed was the fact that there's a there's this international confederation of wizards. Hmm. I had no idea that was a thing. So every every wizarding nation has a ministry. Yes. And then they report to this confederation it seems. And so that's the other like that's the main part of the main plot of the film is that you know Grindelwald's trying to get, you know, 
gain the, the the majority of wizards and witches behind him if he can be elected the leader of all of them. Um, the president of the wizarding world, essentially. Basically, just runs the entire thing. Because yeah. um, the... Um, and I love this. That was another great callback. The Ger- the German minister of magic, or the, the German... The, the dude who was the head of the, the confederation... Um, that let basically let Grindelwald do whatever he wanted because he was like, I absolve you of all your crimes. You've, there's no proof. You've done nothing wrong. Oh, now you can run for office. It's fine. Oh, the chillin chose correctly. Like that, you know, he's done all that for him um, because he uh, chose what was easy and not what was right. Yes. And that was such a good callback. Love that. I love that. I love, that's one of my favorite Dumbledore lines. Yeah. You know, choosing between what is right and what is easy. Like it's such a good... Ah, it's such a good line of dialogue. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. So, so yeah. So more good. Puns. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that was a bit... I didn't have no idea that that... So there's a lot of expanding in the wizarding world going on in this movie. A yes, lot of new, A lot of new things are introduced here. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. There you go. Mm. There you go. All right. Well, what do you think? How, how are you going to rate this one oh. out of five? Oh. It's tricky. Yeah. Tricky one. I think I wrote it down too. I feel like I wrote it down in my journal. Because I keep track of films that I've been watching. Oh, very nice. Um, And so I feel like I did. I gave it a four out of five. Hey, okay. Great. So I, was, I was thinking to myself, I'm pretty sure I'm going to say four. I'm going to double check what I wrote down. And I wrote four. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, no, it's definitely worthy of four out of five for me. Yeah. Um, yeah, there were some flaws. I could say three and a half, but a lot of the good things that were in this film just made made me feel like it deserved that four. Okay, so, fair yeah. enough. What about you? Um, I have to, unfortunately, give it three and a half. Mm. I'm going to be a little harsher. (laughs) (laughs) The film critic in me can't give it a four, unfortunately. That's fair enough. Um, As much as I want to, just solely for for Jude and Maz alone, Mm. please. Like, because I just can't (laughs) get over them at all. Um, So bring on the fourth film, I say. But yeah, there's just too many glaring just problems for me. Mm. that I can't, I can't higher put my score higher than that, but um, but yeah, I did, I did enjoy it. I did, I did, I did like it. it. Restored my faith in the franchise, and I am very much excited to see where it goes next. Yes, so I think we're gonna get two more films after two this. two more films, and then and they're that's done. the five. So that yeah, doing a five, and then although I did read the other day that apparently um, Warner Brothers executives are waiting to see how well this one does box office wise before okay. they, they officially green light the fourth film. So mm. fingers crossed people go see it. If you want more Harry Potter movies, you want more fantastic yes. beast movies, go and watch it. Definitely. We, we need answers. We need it. I want, I um, want more Jude and Maz. That's, I know. We need that love story to unfold. More exactly. I want flashbacks. Oh, mate. Can you imagine the flashbacks? Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, yep. yep. I'm I'm sure there's fan fiction that exists about Oh, for sure. And Somewhere fan, on the and internet. And fan art. I'm sure there's a lot of it. Oh, my god. These gosh. flashbacks. My god. Uh, I want I want yeah, I want to know more about their love story. Yes. I want to know more about how they how they fell in love and the inciting incident that divided them. Yes. That's what I really want to know too. 
It's because there's hints that, you know, obviously we know why they are not aligned because, you know, they both just want the best for the wizarding world, but, you know, Grindelwald is totally okay with killing people to do that, um, you know, whatever it takes sort of thing. So I would love to see the moment that makes Dumbledore go, I love you, but I can't do this, you know. So I really, I hope we get more of that. I agree. I Uh, hope so too. Yeah. As much as I love Eddie Redmayne as Newt, um, you know, this franchise has become about Dumbledore and Grindelwald. Yeah. I feel like Newt is not really going to be the main character now. No. He's more of a supporting character. Yeah. I mean, the... The title, the, su- the the subtitle of, you know, Fantastic Beasts is getting smaller and smaller. It really is. Every film. <laughs> now, so... Now we're just going to get the, the main title of the actual film and then Fantastic Beasts in Asterix. Yeah, it should be like, <laughs> you know... Um, oh, what would they... I don't even know what they would call the next one, but something something about their love... And at colon a Fantastic Beasts movie yeah. or something like that, <laughs> like a fa- like a Star Wars story. Yeah, <laughs> or like don't even mention it. Yeah, you know, I don't know, I don't know. Yeah, we'll see, we'll see. Yeah. Fingers crossed. We want more. Yes, we're ready for it. Definitely. Hopefully, we don't have to wait another three and a half years for it, because uh, that's how long it's been between drinks for this franchise because of COVID. So, but yeah, that's okay. That's fine. Well worth the wait, I think. Yes, yeah. I agree. A lot of fun. Yay. Yay! All right, that is our <laughs> heavy spoiler review. Yes, yes. On uh, Fantastic Beasts, The Secrets of Dumbledore. Mm-hmm. Please go watch it. Definitely go check it if out. If you're a Harry Potter fan of any kind, you will enjoy it. Yes. Unless your name is Michael Lister. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, Mike. We love you. We love you, Mike. (laughs) Um, How's your May looking, Folia? My May. Wow. Uh, (laughs) At this point, um, got the new hockey season starting up. So the winter winter beer league is um, starting at the beginning of May. Um, and then what else I've got? I've got, you know, there's probably going to be more TV and movie watching for sure. Absolutely. Uh, I'll definitely be gaming some more as well. Uh, more podcasting, uh, but nothing specific apart from a couple of, a uh, couple of special birthdays that are coming up. <laughs> Yep. Two of my besties. <laughs> one sitting next to me. Yeah. The other one I play hockey with. Yeah. <laughs> Having their birthdays in yep. May. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, look, to be honest, I don't really have much else in terms of what's going to happen right like right this moment thinking about it. Okay. Um, I'm just going to say there's going to be a Marvel movie coming out. Yep. Yep. <laughs> she will tell you in a second. I will. Uh, <laughs> um, and yeah, I think that's it. Mm. Great. Good. Go on, Kendall. Okay. Tell us what's happening in May. <laughs> oh, uh, at the time of recording, we are two weeks from Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. So next time you listen to the monthly, we will have seen it. 
I don't know if we're going to do a review on it. We haven't decided that yet. No. But who knows? Mm. Whether it's on this podcast or on a podcast called Fred, you'll definitely be hearing us talking about Doctor Strange 2. Yes. I cannot wait. I think there's going to be... I'm calling it. I feel like there's going to be some huge cameos in this. I mean, we already kind of know Patrick Stewart's in this movie from the trailer. But the fact that the trailers that they put out have not really shown us a whole lot just says to me and this other fun tidbit for you they are not screening this movie for anyone until the world premiere on may 2nd oh there are no advanced screenings for the press or anything wow they don't want anything leaked the last time they did that was for endgame really yep wow i mean i know that's only like three years ago and there haven't been many marvel movies between that but still if that gives you any indication how big and spoilery this movie's going to be, Ooh. you're going to want to see it opening weekend, folks. <laughs> just, I'll just call that. Okay. I'll just okay. call that. Also, I'm really crossing my fingers for a Loki cameo. But I was just thinking that. <laughs> I was like, I wonder if Loki's going to pop up. Yeah, look, there are rumours of, of it happening only because, you know, for those who have seen Loki, uh, you know, the multiverse kind of began with him and Sylvie. Um, and, uh, Michael Waldron, who, uh, is the head writer of Loki, uh, is the screenwriter of, of Doctor Strange 2. Mm. So. Yeah. So maybe a surprise cameo Maybe. Loki. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. I'm going to cross my fingers. I'm not going to get my hopes up because I've had that before. I still remember seven years ago <laughs> when I, everyone was like, Loki's going to be in Age of Ultron, guys. Get ready. And then he, he wasn't. He shot scenes and they were deleted. Aww. And they still haven't been released. Not even on DVD? Nope. Wow. They went on the Blu-ray. I'm very <gasps> upset. How could you, Marvel? How could you, Kevin? <laughs> How could you, Kevin Feige? Um, no. How could I? I'm not... I'm gonna. I'm not gonna blaspheme. You are a god to me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, so Doctor Strange two is happening in May. That's pretty much the highlight of the month for me. Yes. Um, so that's gonna be good. Um, what else am I looking forward to? I mean, Moon Knight will wrap up in May. I believe Moon Knight will air its fa- finale the same day. Doctor, I'll be seeing Doctor Strange, so that's gonna be fun. Um, I'll get home from from Doctor Strange and I'll stay up and watch Moon Knight. Before I have that spoiled for me, probably, and go to work really tired the next day um, at my new store. Because, yeah, I will be, May will be my first month working at a new store for the first time in a long time. Mm. So I'm going to be, I'm going to have some stories next month. Nice. On on what that's like. Um, So watch out for that. And then whatever else I watch, I'll be talking about that. Um, I mean, Top Gun's coming out at the end of May, so I'm keen to see that, of course. Um, I feel like something else is coming out in May that I'm forgetting. Hang on, I've got my my little black book here. Why don't (laughs) I uh, peruse it for some uh, fun fun stuff? Um, Oh, how could I forget? Um, There is a new Tom Hiddleston show starting next month. Oh! Yep. What's it called? It's called The Essex Serpent. Ooh. It is a period drama fiction okay. based on a book. Um, and he plays um, a vicar. 
Oh. So he's a man of God in this. <laughs> he's the man of God, and not a God. Not a God in this. He's worshiping God in this. But <laughs> I've seen f- photos already. There hasn't been. They haven't put out a trailer yet for some reason. It's coming out in like four weeks from now. Three, mm-hmm. four weeks. Three, four weeks from now. But hot damn, it's him and Claire Danes, and it's gonna be amazing. Ooh. And I can't wait. I can't wait. Nice. I'm so excited. Um, oh yeah, and then I'm turning 34, so there's also. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh yeah, it's my birthday. There's too. also, yeah. <laughs> Look, I all I care about next month is yeah, uh, seeing movies and seeing them with my friends and yes, watching Tom Hiddleston be amazing. <laughs> well, there's one other thing that is coming out in the next couple of weeks. Oh yeah, and that's Downton Abbey. A new era. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're excited. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, going to see that with Wayne. Uh, good, good. You guys will enjoy, I'm sure. Gonna have a nice little catch up. Great. Watch the movie, have good. some dinner. Yes. And just enjoy our company. Good. Please do. Yes. Please, please I do. I cannot wait for that. Yeah, that's going to be fun. So that'll be coming out, I think, next week at the time of recording. Yeah, I think that comes out like All right, so the end of April. Yeah, so it'll be out on the 28th. 8th of April? Yes, next Thursday. Yes. Yeah. 28th of April, um, which will be this week when you listen to it. It Yes. When you listen to us. Yes. Not, Not the, the movie. movie. Us. No. Us. <laughs> anyway, on that note, yeah. I think we should probably <laughs> let the people go. Um, okay. Thanks for listening. Yes. Everybody. Thank you thank very you, thank much. You, thank Hope you, thank you enjoyed you. our discussion. Yes. I Definitely have a lot of fun. Uh, same. Same yeah. right. It's always fun. It's <laughs> always fun. All right. And, and that's, that's a wrap, wrap on this monthly. monthly. Yeah. Remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for the latest Fred content. If you'd like to listen to Fred the Alien, you can find us on SoundCloud, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to watch Fred the Alien, you can head on over to youtube.com forward slash Fred the Alien production. Yes. That was a fully That was a Kindle. And you've, you've just experienced, experienced the monthly, monthly at Winifred's. Yeah. Woo. Thank you again. Hope you guys had fun. Listening. Yes. Enjoyed. Now go watch Fantastic Beasts. Now go watch Fantastic Beasts, even though we just spoiled the entire movie for you. Yeah. Go watch it again. Watch Bo- it again. Box office money counts. Yes. Yes. Dollars. Yes. Warner Brothers wants your dollars. It's the only time I'll say <laughs> give money to Warner Brothers. We love you, Jude and Mads. We do. <laughs> we do so much. We want more, please. Oh boy. <laughs> give me, give me more. Give me more. <laughs> Yes! Oh my gosh! Thank you and good night. Yes, (laughs) I will leave it there.